0: Alright, and welcome back to another episode of the League of Ordinary Gentlemen recap and interview, and then another preview of next week, take two. Sorry if you guys listened to the first one, or tried to listen to the first one. Had a couple hiccups with the app, but we're fixing it. Uh, Anyway, let's get right to it. Thanks for listening in. Like I said, I, I have a lot more fun recording these things than I do trying to type everything out, so... Anyhow, let's get to it. First game was NCIS Ticles traveling to the Upstate Rifles. A 3-4 NCIS Ticles team could have taken this one. This was a story all about misplays by Jeff House and his NCIS Um Could have played Aaron Jones and Amari Cooper, leaving 39 points from Amari Cooper and 22.8 out of Aaron Jones on his bench when he could have had those in instead of... Guys, like, well, anybody really, because they outscored his entire team uh, as the upstate rifles followed Jaguars' defense 27 points out of them to a 101.6 to a 75.5 win, uh, taking them to four and three, dropping the NCIS tickles down to three and four uh, in their division. So, the next game we'll talk about is one that I did not call, I called the wrong way. It's uh, your best team now overtaking Doug Appleby's Crows before Hose. Again, did not see this one coming. Really thought that uh, Crows before Hose would get a bigger outing out of Kareem Hunt. Just all the way down, they had uh, 4.3 out of Delaney Walker because he got hurt, but had good games out of Kirk Cousins and Le'Veon Bell. But Sean came out shining with it, making a big trade for Alex Smith when he gets him 36.7. Todd Gurley has a big game just overall. Makes all the right plays in this game as he takes this one uh. 112.3 to 99.7. Again, I did not call that one correctly. Um, I guess it looks like your best team now might have a team to beat going into the playoffs. And we'll see what happens with Crows. Next game, uh, Prison Ready and Muffin Stuffers. I have saved you long enough from the boring game that this was. Complete bore fest. Prison Ready takes this one 74.8 to 73.5. That's right. Nobody wants to score points in this out of these two players. Uh, I don't know how Muffin suppers are four and three. They just don't score points. Prison Ready improves to three and four. Um, the Samanderson's used 34 points out of, out of Dak Prescott. They could have won this game if they would have played Jordan Reed instead of Zach Ertz. Either way, I don't know that I would have made that decision either. Um... Neither one of these two teams are looking really, really great right now, but again, that's just kind of how it goes. And excuse the train if you hear that thing coming through. The next game we're gonna we're gonna talk about is the next two games. I guess neither one of them were really good. Um, we'll start with Billy Baker's Fat Bottom Girlies taking on Brian Lovelace's uh, what was called the Hood Rat Chicks. Uh, I think that's what the name was. Um, Lovelace, I, I called this one hundred percent sucked into the vortex of suck it just is what it is nobody scores points against billy baker he puts up 64.1 to billy baker's 90.5 gets nine out of Devontae freeman 2.9 out of le Blunt. not a great outing out of tom brady um baker runs a solid outing with 90.5 with 22 points out of LaShawn mccoy uh pretty good outing out of brandon cooks so he gets him 12.5 everything for 12 and a solid outing on a Ben Roethlisberger with 16.7. Not a great week for him, but an okay week enough to give him the win. Uh, like I said, it doesn't matter. If he scores more than 80 points, he's going to win every single week because he sucks people into the vortex of suck, which we'll get to later when with the interview there. Uh, next and last game was the smash of the week. I think we all called this one everybody zeke lawless's team and his twat rockets take on uh sean stone uh now named reverend stone the fighting stones take this one 165 to 70.5 that's right they win by almost 100 points russell wilson goes off with 29.4 they're streaming quarterbacks uh, just an amazing way this this year. Ezekiel Elliott with 45.9. He took that gamble. It's working. 19 out of Mark Ingram. 15 out of Julio Jones. Just everything working this week for uh, the Fighting Stones. And nothing except the quarterback position is working for Zeke. Carson Wentz goes for 35, taking half of his team points. He gets a zero out of Torrey Smith. 12.7 out of Jared Cook, but just not a great outing. Zeke team's just not good. Thanks for listening to the first segment, guys. Gonna have an interview with Billy coming up, and we'll move into the we'll move into a preview at the end. Thanks very much. Talk to you soon. See you in the next segment.
1: Welcome into the podcast, Billy Baker. Uh, again, for anybody who was listening before, sorry for the misrecord. That's my fault. We're going to do this again, hopefully do it right. Welcome, Billy. Thanks for joining me.
2: Thanks, Tim. I hate you so much.
1: Yeah, I, it sounds, sounds pretty right. I think your vortex of suck affected my ability to record a podcast today.
2: That actually makes way too much sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, but let's get back into it. Uh, talking about vortex to suck. Give me a give me a reason why it's working and and yeah, give me a reason cuz I don't have one.
2: Well, I mean, I really don't either. I the only thing I can say is that it all comes down to coaching, man. We got these guys last year believing that they were a playoff team and they came out and won a championship. And, you know, every week they come out and they know they're the best team on the field. They come out and put on shows. So. That's
1: that that's the only that's the only logical exclamation. There's nothing logical about it, but I'll take it Not because at all. I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> uh, just like like you said, ride that train and uh, and deal with it. Um, yep. So now that we know a little bit more about the research that you did, tell me about your surprise pick this week. What what you what you see going on?
2: I was looking at the matchups, man, and and I've I've noticed one that that really kind of shocked me. But I think the poor deprived hoes. They're going to rise up, and they're going to show the crows that. You know, you never disrespect the oldest profession, and they're going to come out and I think they're going to get a victory over Chris and <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know why. Something just tells me, hey, this is this is going to be the game to look out for.
1: Hey, I, I'm with you on that. I think that uh, I, I Doug Doug's ability to to manage bye weeks is, which we'll get into in a minute, is is, is not good. Um, Kareem Hunt's not going to get a rushing touchdown versus Denver. He hadn't had one in the last couple of weeks, and Denver doesn't let it happen. Uh, I see. I I see that happening. I I see Lovelace taking his poor deprived hoes and and paying him a little bit more this week and them taking this one. Um, Absolutely. As we get into that, let me know about your donkey pick of
2: the week. Well, that's I mean you kind of stole my thunder there because it's like you've heard this before, but uh, I think my <laughs> uh, my donk my donkey play of the week has got to be crows before hose. I mean, like, schedule every single one of your bye weeks for the same week. You know, it's 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 tough. I think he, he may have done it on purpose and said, "You know what? I'm just going to be full strength every other week and and have everybody else kind of have to deal with bye weeks and I'm just going to take the loss one week and so. But again, it's not something that I would do and you gotta you gotta deal with that loss. So it's like he's he's already going to be a couple games back of of the Fat Bottom Girlies and that's going to be a tough thing to overcome. So that's my donkey play of the week right there, Kroos, Poorhouse. I hey, I'm with you.
1: I think you actually put a little bit of understanding into it. I, I don't think he did it on purpose, but it but it makes sense. Uh, I think that's huge, reaching all the way back to the draft and, and knowing that he screwed that up royally. Um, I, I think you've probably heard this before, too, but I'm going to reach back to last week on a on a donkey pick of the week and talk about the NCIS tickles. Uh One, their non-donkey pick is, I don't know how in the world they played Latavius Murray uh, after knowing Jarek McKinnon was a starter, but um, leaving guy like Amari Cooper on, her, on his bench, he scores 39 points. And putting Joe Mixon who hasn't done a ton this season in against the Pittsburgh defense. Uh I don't know how you make that move. I know Amari Cooper hasn't done much, but that's that's my uh he's a guy you gotta keep trotting out and starting.
2: Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's my a, donkey pick of the week. Yeah, that's a so. that's a tough call to make and it and it definitely backfired on him there too. And and you said he had had Aaron Jones as well. That was that was a tough one to have on your bench, but you kinda see that. He kinda came out of nowhere and had that long long touchdown run on the first drive, so he kinda you're sitting there kicking yourself, but again, that's one of those ones that you can't really predict. But the Amari Cooper one—he's—he's he's got a potential to go off every week, so it's—it's it's hard to keep him out of your lineup. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm with you there.
1: It's a uh, a guy you got to keep trotting out and starting. Um, For sure. That being said, who is—who's your sleeper pick of the week? Who's—who's uh, going to surprise everybody?
2: My sleeper team of the week, it's gotta be the Twat Rockets. They've they've been dealing with a lot of injuries over the year, but you could tell last week that they really started to bond and I I think they've bought into that next man up philosophy. So I think they're they're gonna put together a good solid week and come out with a victory and, and who knows, you know, maybe surprise and, and bounce into the playoffs and give it to the old fat bottom girlies. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: give it the old fat bottom girlie Um I, I agree with you this week. I think they're gonna surprise people. Carson Wentz uh, is going to put up a very very large number against a very very bad San Francisco defense. Um, I, I I don't agree with you. They're going to get into the playoffs. They are going to ride, they're they're going to ride that train in the last place the entire season, and they're going to end up with that with that brand new trophy that they sported uh, for the for the for next season. It's it's not good, but I do think they step up this week and win uh, against a team that is that's struggling. So. I'm going to call them, which I'll go to in the previews later. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to say they're going to go two and six this week. Sorry, Jeff, your team's not performing very well either. Zeke, Zeke's going to steal one. Um, All right,
2: I can get behind that. Yeah,
1: so what's your uh, on, a, on another note,
2: what's your, what's your game of the week? All right, game of the week. It's brother against brother. It's got to be the upstate rifles traveling to meet the muffin stuffers. You know it? And they're battling to see who can come out above 500. So what's not to like about that game, you know?
1: You're right. It's a... It should be a, a slobber knocker. I think that there's uh I think that there's more to the meets the eye on this one instead of what what you see on paper. Uh right now, I mean they, they don't have a they don't have a kicker or a and they're missing a wide receiver. They're messing with some they're messing with fire on some bye weeks. They don't they've got some injury some injuries going on, but um it's just it's always seems to be closer than I want it to be because that's my team. Um sure. we, Everybody's got to put up big weeks against me. Unlike unlike you, I don't have the vortex of Suck, which I could really <laughs> use. I could really use that model. If you want to shoot that one over to me, uh, so I can borrow it for a week, I'm I'm down. I'll take it.
2: That's not going to so. happen.
1: I'm going to keep that until it till it breaks. <laughs> well, I hope it, I hope it breaks in week eleven. Um, <laughs> and what? And then last 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 but not least, what's your slam of the week? Who's who's just getting waxed this
2: week? My slam of the week has got to be prison-ready, trying to venture into the land of the fat-bottom girlies where touchdowns and dreams go to die. I predict that the girlies are going to dominate and they're going to win by a comfortable margin, maybe a little bit of 69 to 37, something like that. Because we know I'm not going to put up a lot of points. But gosh dang it, if you're not going to put up any points either. I, I, I like it. I, they, I,
1: Where touchdowns and dreams go to die. Um I, can, I mean, I can get on board with that. Prison Ready is not going to put up any points, and they got some bye weeks that are, that are hurting them again. Uh, six teams on a bye. Matt Ryan's not playing good football. Derrick Henry's not running. Well, he's on a bye week this week. Jay Ajayi is is going against a tough Baltimore defense, and he's kind of been running a little better. But, um, as we know from
2: experience, he's not doing very well. Yeah, no no touchdowns this year for Jay Ajayi. They got him to the four-yard line a couple of times last week and didn't give it to him. So, what are you going to do about that? You well,
1: know? well, you're going to you're going to just whine and complain if you're Josh Buckley probably right. this week because he's not scoring anything. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: it it is what it is. Okay, and then I did this last time. I feel bad that we had to do it again, so I'm going to let you do it again. It I'll give you a couple of te- seconds to talk some trash uh, to to end this segment.
2: Yeah, I uh, I appreciate you bringing me back not once but twice, and and I'd like to say, hey man, you, you got a good team, but it's it's just not going to be good enough. I know you're putting up points, but it, it's it's going to be going to be interesting when you try to come and in, come into my house and play against the Fat Bottom Girlies, because we both know that you're probably going to put up negative points that week. So probably we'll see how it goes, but you know you just can't beat the vortex, you know. Well, we're gonna find out
1: in in week six or week 11. Sorry, not six. We're going to find out week 11 when, when you come to visit, when you come to visit the upstate rifle, uh, we're going to see what, what you got. I'm oh, fairly forward
2: yeah.
1: I'm fairly certain it's going to be a terrible by me and you're going to win because somehow you're six and one and leading your division and leading the league. And I I don't appreciate it really, if we're being honest. <laughs>
2: um,
1: anyhow, that's the end. Thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, now giving me like 17 minutes instead of just the eight you gave me before. So uh, hopefully we'll get this thing loaded up right and you guys can enjoy it, but I appreciate your time.
2: All right. Thanks for having
1: me, Tim. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye.
0: All right. We get to do this again. Uh, Thanks very much, guys, for still listening in. Uh, We're going to get better at this, I promise. So last segment, we're going to get into previews of next week, uh, talk about some predictions, go over rankings, standings, uh, and then we'll let you go until next week. Anyhow, we'll get right into it. Uh, Let's talk about what I think will be the game of the week. Uh, I really think the game of the week is going to end up being the Twat Rockets at the NCIS Tickles. Not because they put up a lot of points. I'm going to go ahead and put that now. Not because they put up a whole lot of points, but because I think the NCIS Tickles have a tough week in store. Uh, they've got Latavius Murray going against uh, going against Cleveland. They've got Ty Montgomery and Aaron Jones out. Um, if they decide to play Amari Cooper, just some tough matchups all the way around. Uh, Maybe Kyle Rudolph puts up some points. Maybe Joe Mixon, if they decide, because we know the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Uh, Cam Newton's not going to have a great game. He'll throw a couple interceptions against Tampa Bay. But um, Carson Wentz is going to put up some big points. I think Christian McCaffrey gets back into the end zone. I really think the Twat twat Markets take this one. We're going to say, like, maybe... 82 to 75. I think it's going to be the, the game of the week this week. Uh, we'll find out. That's a big prediction. That's my surprise prediction off the bat for you guys. I think he goes to 2 and 6, and the houses drop 2, 3, and 5 into the bottom of the division. Moving on. Uh, Surprise pick is the poor, the poor deprived hoes and Brian Lovelace uh, taking on Crows, going to the Crows before hose. I think that the poor deprived hoes take this one. Again, I'm siding with Billy on this one. I think um, Doug had some mismanagement with some bye weeks. Still has a lot of work to do. Uh, I think Tom Brady gets back on board. LeGarrett Blunt's going get, to get a goal line carry against San Francisco, get some yards. Uh, Vikings defense against Cleveland and London. It all things are matching up for the poor deprived hose and Brian Lovelace. I think he takes this one. The next game we'll talk about is we're going to go with uh, the Fat Bottom Girlies against Prison Ready and the Fighting Buckleys. Uh, I again, I agree with Billy on this one. Again, there's not going to be a whole lot of points put up because neither one, neither team likes put up points. But the Girlies have this vortex of suck that just sucks everybody in, and for some reason they don't score points against him. He has an average of 80 points for points against. Uh, somehow he's keeping people from scoring points. I think he's got some rough matchups. Deshaun Watson going to Seattle. Um, and it's, but I I don't know what to tell you. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be against, against uh, Richard Sherman most of the time. It's just, it is what it is. I'm sorry, Prison Ready. You're not going to score a lot of points this week. The matchups aren't working for you. A couple of bye weeks. I'm going to say that he, I, I might as well stick with Billy. He's going to win this one 69-37. Uh, why not? Because, these prison ready is just not going to do it in the vortex. Uh, next game we'll talk about. We're going to go with a uh, with a brother matchup. Upstate Rifles versus uh, the Sam Andersons, uh, Chris Seaman and Dave Anderson and their muffin stuffers. Uh, Upstate Rifles going to visit them to see who can come out five and three and who's going to drop to four and four. Um, I hate predicting my own games. As I said last time, I've got some rough buys coming in with Leonard Fournette and Marcus Mariota, but I think I've reloaded really well. Uh, the Andersons are having a tough time. They're going to have to find a new kicker. Again, find a wide receiver that's healthy because uh, they've got Jeremy Macklin, who is questionable. They're going to have to figure something out and what they want to do. It's uh, it's it's just it's probably not going to be a good week for for them. I'm going to say that i take this one. The Upstate Rifles win this one maybe somewhere in the tune of 105 to, I don't know, 80, uh, just because 85 maybe. The Muffin Stuffers, again, one of those teams that don't like to put up points. They probably will this week. Because they're playing me though, then the last game, the slam of the week, uh, Reverend Stone, Sean Stone, the Fighting Stones, uh, taking on your best team now on Sean Guida. Uh, I don't, I don't know. The Stones have, they're doing a great job of streaming quarterbacks. Ezekiel Elliott, like I said, is playing playing well. You know he's going to play this week. Mike Ingram. Um, I just don't think Sean puts up the points this week because matchups, again, aren't very well, aren't very good. We'll see what happens. I think Stone win this one 125 to 80, 85 maybe, uh, but that's going to be it. Real quick, guys, i got 30 seconds. I'm going to go over the standings real fast. You've got your best team now in Upstate Rifles tied for lead in the Gents Division at 4-3, Prison Ready at 3-4, poor deprived Hose at 2-5, and Twat and Rockets at 1-6. Again, I think they go to 2-6. Fat bottom girlies lead the ordinaries at six and one. Crows before is five 2 two. and servers four and three. NCIS Schools and Reverend Stone at three and four. See you next week, guys. Peace out.